What's up, my friends? Welcome to Good Human, a podcast for all the multifaceted humans trying to navigate this crazy world. I don't know about you, but the internet has kind of made me feel like I need to define my whole life purpose and confine my personality to some palatable niche. So I'm here to remind you, and myself, that being a human is way more than the perfect Instagram photo or internet persona. It's being messy and loud one day and soft and sensitive the next. It's being intelligent and mature and also silly and wild. It's crying during a cute rom-com, belly laughing with your friends, and having a meltdown because you burned the banana bread you were trying to make all in one night. So whether you want to create a morning routine, decide if you want to be a parent, try a new pasta recipe, get out of a funk, or just have a little gossip about pop culture, we'll talk about it all. Because sometimes you want to ponder the meaning of life, and other times you just want to giggle about internet memes. Whatever it is you're tuning in for, let this podcast serve as a refreshing reminder that you don't have to know exactly who you are in this world. Just know that you are, without a doubt, a good human. Hello, my friends, and welcome back to another episode of Good Human. Today, we have a very special guest joining us. We have Nicole Byron, owner and head coach of Fit With Nick, and she teaches women how to lift weights, ditch the diets, and love their bodies, which I love. So I'm very excited to have you on today. Welcome, Nicole, to Good Human. Thanks. I'm super excited to to be here and to chat with you today. I have a really special place in my heart for fitness. I like to call myself like a non-practicing personal trainer because I have the certification. I just don't do anything with it. So I'm really excited to hear from you today and, and get to learn from you and hear about what you do in your business. Yeah, I didn't know you had a personal training certification. I love that. Yeah, I renew it every other year thinking like maybe I'll finally do something with it, but I'm just going to keep renewing it and maybe one day I'll use it. We'll see. So to get us started, why don't you introduce yourself? Tell us a little bit about you, like where you're from, how you got interested in fitness, your background, all the good stuff. Yeah, for sure. So I'm Nicole. I'm from Pittsburgh, a really small town on like the outskirts. It's called Coriopolis. Nobody ever knows what Coriopolis is or where it's at. So I just tell people that I'm from Pittsburgh in general. I'm 27 and I've been working out for about seven years now. I've been personal training for about five. I was always really active in high school. I played like all of the sports, such a small school that if everyone didn't play all of the sports, we wouldn't have teams. (laughs) Everyone had to play all the sports. Um, I was really active. I was really strong, really healthy. The boys still bullied me, so I still have the trauma from that. But I went to college, and you know how they call it the freshman 15? Mm -hmm. Mine was like the freshman 40. So Mm -hmm. I just had like no clue how to cope with school. I was in like not a very healthy relationship. Um, I didn't know how to handle my stress, so I just turned to food and to alcohol and to partying and late night sheets like you do when you're in college. Mm -hmm. And I just like packed on the pounds. And I was always sick, like in the hospital sick. Um, And I was always tired. I was not confident at all. I pretty much lost my entire entire personality. Like I was a shell Mm -hmm. of a human. Um, And I kind of just knew like something needs to change. This is not the life that I want to be living. Um, I am always known as like the funny friend and the confident friend. And I was not that 
at all. So I knew something had to change. And I asked one of my friends who was a bikini competitor, if she would teach me how to shrink train and lift weights. So that's kind of how I got into the health and fitness world. And then I actually loved it, changed my major to exercise science and finished school at Slippery Rock with a degree in exercise science. That's awesome. I didn't know you were from Coriopolis. First of all, I knew you were from Pittsburgh. Nicole and I met via Instagram. We're like Instagram friends, but have weirdly never met in person yet. Um, we know. But I didn't know you were from from Cori. That I went to school at RMU, so I spent lots oh, and lots of time yeah. in Coriopolis. I used to work at Robert Morris. I didn't know you went there. <laughs> small little world in Pittsburgh. Very small world. Yep. Very yeah. Small world. I feel like so many people can relate to. A, having a really hard time adjusting in college or just exiting school, um, high school, and having that feeling of losing yourself and, you know, just like not recognizing yourself and not feeling like who you know you are. And I love that you were able to kind of turn that into something positive and figure out what you want to do with your life because of it. Like, that's so rare to find your passion so early in life. So I think Mm -hmm. that's amazing. Yeah, I think a lot of people talk about when going away to college, that's like your time to find yourself and like find your group. But nobody ever talks about how hard the transition is from living at home, being with all of your Mm -hmm. high school friends all the time to knowing pretty much nobody. You're living by yourself or with a roommate. And like you kind of do have to lose yourself first in order to find yourself. And nobody ever talks about that. Right, right. Well, I feel like The number one question that a lot of people ask when it comes to the topic of fitness is where to begin? Like, what do I even do to get started? Yeah, that's a big one. And there is so much information out there. So many people Mm -hmm. talking about it that it's hard to like weed out what, who should I be listening to and what should I actually be doing? And I think the biggest thing is to First, make the conscious decision that you are doing this change for you and for yourself and to become the person that you want to be. So first, you have to make the conscious decision that you're you're in. You're doing it. You're going full force. There's no going back. And then you have to be able to ask questions. If you're a beginner, you don't know. You don't know. Right. And that's fine. It's fine to not know, but there are people out there and people in your community, especially if you're going to the gym, that have the answers. So mm-hmm. it's it might be a little bit uncomfortable asking for help, but you don't have to do it on your own. It's hard enough as it is. It's even harder to do it by yourself. So don't think you're alone. Ask the questions and then really keep it as simple as possible. If you are trying to complete 180 your life and you're trying to jump into the hardest fitness routine that you've seen on Instagram, you're not going to stick with it. Keep Mm -hmm. it simple and just one day at a time. Yeah. I feel like we've all been there. That moment Mm -hmm. where you're like, tomorrow I'm going to turn my life around and I'm going to be a completely new person and start going to the gym every day. And that's just not, it's not feasible. It's not maintainable. It's not realistic. And you're much more likely to succeed by, by starting small, which is always something that I have to keep reminding myself, even through like my own personal fitness journey. Cause you know, I have times where I'm not consistent. Um, you know, life gets crazy and, you know, you fall off per se and you always want to 
like do a complete 180 and, and jump in like just start small baby steps yeah that's a huge reason why people don't stick with it is that they try to do too many things at once like you said monday i'm starting my healthy lifestyle i'm gonna meal prep i'm gonna go to the gym i'm gonna get my ten thousand steps like slow down <laughs> yeah. Let's focus on one thing. And then when that is part of your normal everyday routine, then let's sprinkle in a little bit of something else and then sprinkle here, sprinkle there and just start to like build on top of it. Going slow is what gets you the sustainable changes. The fast, quick changes gets you fast and quick results. But then that's what immediately turns around and you can't stick with it and you completely wipe out all of the good habits that you're trying to incorporate. Totally. Mm -hmm. So what, what does that look like then for you when you're working with a client kind of starting to program them from scratch? Like what does that process look like and making sure that they're not taking on too much too soon? Yeah. Um, I like to take my clients through a journey of first fixing their mindset, tackling the limiting beliefs that they have about themselves, tackling the self-doubt, kind of setting themselves up for success by realizing where you are now, what got you here, and where do you want to be? What does that higher version of yourself look like, feel like, act like? What does she do? And then from there, we'll start to fix your mindset, figure out your goals, realistic goals, and then start to instill the small sustainable habits. Along the way, you're still going to be trying to tackle your exercise and your nutrition, but it's a little bit deeper than that. Mm -hmm. Like yeah. what does your habits really are just the things that make up our everyday lives. Like first thing I do when I w open my eyes, like I still crusty, breath still stinky. I'm walking to the coffee maker <laughs> and I'm starting a cup of coffee. That's just mm -hmm. my morning habit. So what can we stack on top of each other to give ourselves like a successful day to be that higher version of ourselves, to keep moving the needle forward to where we want to end up. Yeah, I love that so much because I think, unfortunately, there are a lot of people or even trainers out there that don't think about that component, that don't address the mindset piece. And it's just, you know, here's the workout plan. Here's what you need to eat. Good luck. And right. I think mindset is the most important part of oh, fitness. For, and sure, for sure. Yeah. And there's a lot of coaches out there where if a client comes back to them and they're like, I'm not getting my workouts done. I haven't really been eating. That all comes down to your mindset. And like, why? Why aren't you going to the gym? What is holding mm -hmm. you back? Is it because you know that the only time is in the morning, but you stay up scrolling on TikTok until 2am? Okay, well, then maybe we need to break that habit of staying up until 2 a.m. so that you can actually wake up in the morning. So what is hold, What is it that you're doing that's holding you back? We need to focus on that first. And I appreciate that because everyone is so different too. Everyone's living, living such different lives and you know what works for one person isn't gonna work for another person. And so to really dial in on what works for you and what habits are going to work for you and what doesn't work for you is so important. So important. Well, let's talk more like technical things about about working out more specifically lifting because um, mm -hmm. I think that's a scary word for some people especially if you've never stepped foot in the weight section of a gym thinking about starting a lifting routine it can be really intimidating do you have any tips and tricks you've learned along the way from you know 
where you began to now that's going to help a beginner lift her out? Yeah, for sure. Um, gym anxiety is real, especially mm-hmm. for women. It is a male-dominated space for sure. I would say if you're experiencing this anxiety, there's nothing wrong with grabbing a pair of dumbbells and going to a corner and just doing your own thing out of the way, focus on yourself. But eventually you are going to want to like branch out into the free weight section or into the machines. Um, I would say I tell a lot of my clients to do this, get on a piece of cardio equipment, five minutes and just scope out the scene, see Mm -hmm. where the weights are that you need. Check out if you need a squat rack is there one open for you? If there's not, maybe you walk a little bit longer, look at the machines, learn your space. You have to get comfortable Mm -hmm. in the environment. If you're not comfortable there, then you're not going to want to be there and you're not going to get anything done. So scope out the scene. Also remember that people most likely aren't judging you, even though you think that they are. Um, And if they, if they are judging you, then that says more about their own insecurities than it does about you they're projecting on you just have to remind yourself that that people probably aren't staring at you how you think they are also never compare yourself easier said than done for sure but when you start to compare your especially the beginning of your journey to somebody else's third fourth fifth year in the gym like you're in two completely different places like focus on you focus on yourself and follow a program. If you're walking into the gym and you're just like, "Mm, I'm just going to wing it, do whatever I feel like doing today. You're going to walk around like a lost puppy and you're going to feel so insecure. If you have a plan to follow, then you know, okay, I need to do this. This is the equipment that I need. I need this space. And it kind of just like helps you navigate the gym with more confidence. Again, we've all been there just showing up and like doing whatever and then it's like what am I doing and doesn't really contribute to you wanting to continue to show up when you're showing up and you're feeling awkward and not knowing what to do yeah I mean it's all about setting yourself up for success like if you don't prepare in advance then you're not going to be going anywhere you have to be prepared I mean I still get gym anxiety when I go out of town and I have to go to a new gym because I don't know where anything's at. I don't know the people Mm -hmm. that are in here, but I kind of use those things of following a plan, scoping out the scene to like get myself comfortable within the first five minutes that I'm in there. And it's crazy too how fast you become comfortable and the more you do it too. That's what I always tell myself because I experience that as well in, in the moments where, you know, I'm not going to the gym. I've worked out at home a lot in the last couple of years. And so when I do step back foot in a gym, I'm like, ah, it's been so long. Like, this is scary again. But the more you show up and you go, like, it it melts away at some point. It does. It starts to go away. And if you're going at the same, relatively the same time every day, you're going to start to see the same people there on a regular basis. And I would definitely encourage people to step out of their comfort zone a little bit and make a gym friend or two. It's as easy as telling a girl that you like her leggings. It's as easy Mm -hmm. as being like, girl, you're strong as heck and gym friend. Familiar face really helps you feel more comfortable there. So what about working out from home then? Some people don't have access to a gym or they're, you know, not at the point where they feel like they're ready to show up to the gym. What are your thoughts on, on home workouts? What does that look like? 
oh, I love home workouts. Not for myself personally. I'd rather sit on the couch and like binge out of <laughs> bank or something. But I think if you are capable of working out at home, I think it's great. It's better than not moving at all. And you can definitely reach your goals from home workouts if you do it smartly. Yeah, I think working out from home is great. Tons of my clients work out from home. Yeah, I love to hear that because, I mean, I love either way. There's something about going to the gym. It's just like some sort of je ne sais quoi. Like there's an energy there that just makes you feel so good. But sometimes you can't be bothered. And if you got a pair of dumbbells at home, like crank it out. Crank it out. Even like a quick 20 minute follow something along on YouTube. Perfect. So you're a gym girly. What time of the day are you gymming? I gym in the middle of the day. So typically okay. the busiest hours in the gym are like meal time. So like 6 to 8 a.m. is like really, really busy. Lunch time, really busy. And then after five, busy. So I aim for like a one to three. I'll show up somewhere in that range. One to three. There's like not a ton of people there at all. I feel fine setting up my phone to record content mm. and stuff like that. Do you have any tips for kind of navigating a really packed gym? Yeah, for sure. First, if a piece of equipment is taken that you need, there's nothing wrong with skipping over it and coming back to it. Just because mm -hmm. it's on your plan to follow it this way, this way, this way. Like if it's, if it's taken, that what are you going to do? You can't stand around for 20 minutes, go do your next thing and then come back. Um, also, if you make those gym friends, ask to work in with someone that can be really intimidating, but make a new friend work in with somebody. Or if your dumbbells are taken, just go up a little bit, bump up that weight. Mm -hmm. It's a great reason to increase your weight because you don't have a choice. Right. It's surprising too sometimes how much you can lift, like how much you underestimate yourself. Form is so important, of course, and obviously comes first. But I think so many of us get in our own heads about a certain number of weight that it's like, oh, I can't go up past that. So I love that tip. Just try it yeah. out. Grab the grab the heavier ones and see how it feels. Grab the heavier ones. Yeah. Some of my clients, I'll ask them to pick up like a 20 pound dumbbell. They're like, that's so heavy. I'm like, I just saw you holding your 35 <laughs> pound child for 10 right. minutes. Like, I know you can pick up 20 pounds. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. People underestimate themselves. You're a lot stronger than you think you are. Mm -hmm. Which is such a good point too, because I think a lot of us separate the act of like working out and going to the gym from our everyday lives when there are like that, that's the point at the end of the day. Like we want to live a long time and be mobile and be flexible and be strong. And it's really cool when you start to kind of put the pieces together of like, oh, I'm doing this in the gym. And that is like the same thing that I'm doing at home, you know, lifting my baby, walking up the stairs, all those sorts of things. Yeah, it definitely all correlates back to like your everyday activities that you do. I want to talk more with you about the mindset piece, because I know that's something we touched on already and, and such an important part of what you do. Do you have any other kind of advice for, I guess, generally living like a happy, balanced, healthy life, like keyword on the balance, because that's something else that I find um, I've fallen into when you get really excited about starting something new, starting a new fitness routine, and it kind of takes over your life to the point where it might, you know, cross the line over to 
unhealthy and and we're not eating the foods that we want and we're not socializing like we want to. So what kind of tips do you have for your clients in those scenarios? Yeah, I think that that is a lot more common than you would expect once people get into this healthy lifestyle. They almost become addicted to it and like take it to an extreme. And Mm -hmm. then you start to wonder like, why aren't my friends inviting me out with them anymore? It's because you said no, because you have to go to the gym. Balance Mm -hmm. is everything. Balance is what keeps us from going a little crazy. You have to learn how to go out to eat with your friends. You have to learn how to travel and not throw everything away. So you have to be able to enjoy time with your friends and not worry about having a couple sweet treats if your friends are having them or having some alcohol at the holidays if your family enjoys doing that. It's all a give and take and recognizing that one night here and there of letting yourself have a little bit of freedom is not going to completely take you off track or reverse all of the progress that you've made. It's all about the small habits that build up to something bigger in the end. How do you help address women specifically feeling like they can't eat enough for their bodies? That's something that I struggled with for the longest time in thinking, you know, I'm going to dive into this healthy lifestyle that I have to restrict and I can't have these foods and just not eating enough in general. How do you address that? Yeah, I think a lot of people when they start their fitness journey, they go into that restriction mindset. I like to think about it as what can we add to make it Mm. a more well-rounded meal or day? Um, We absolutely want to still have the foods that we enjoy in moderation, but I think a lot of it comes down to knowing what food actually is and what it does for us. Mm -hmm. Um, Understanding that the high protein is going to make us feel fuller for longer. Carbs are going to make us feel full in the moment and give us energy for the rest of our day. And then the fats is what makes things taste good. Um, I think understanding the breakdown of food and what it does for us is very, very helpful. Tracking macros is not for everybody. It's not Mm -hmm. tracking proteins, carbs, and fats. It's not for everybody. But having an understanding of what they do, how they add up to that overall calorie goal that's going to help you reach your goals is huge. If you don't know about it, then you'll never understand what you're eating and how it's contributing to your goal. So if you want to have a sweet treat or you know you're going out for drinks with your friends, factor that into your day. You're allowed to have it, but what can we do to prepare in advance? Totally. And it's unfortunate, but like we're not taught all this stuff. I mean, I was never taught what protein does in our bodies, what carbs are for. And I think when you don't understand something, it's really easy to get confused by it. And especially within, you know, media, the villainization of carbs. So when you actually can understand what they're useful for and, you know, why we should be incorporating them into our lives, it just like opens everything up and you're like, oh, I I don't have to completely cut out like all carbs and I can eat these things and live my life and still feel great. Yeah, for sure. And to the point of 
allowing yourself to have something and feel satisfied without having to go overboard on it. Like I literally just had like, you know, those Trader Joe's like dark chocolate Mm. uh, peanut butter cups. I have like two of those every day and it keeps Mm -hmm. me from having 20 of them on a Saturday when I buy it. So it's Mm -hmm. just knowing that you can be satisfied without going overboard. The holiday or the special occasion is not going to completely derail your progress, but it's one of those things. Maybe I shouldn't have the full serving of leftovers the day after and the day after and the day after. Let me enjoy it on the day of and then get back back into my routine totally and that whole concept of like allowing yourself to eat the things that you want in the moment so that you're not going crazy overboard later was something that I genuinely never believed was possible I was like that's so not true like there's no world where I could just eat like a cookie and just be fine but it is so true and like on holidays Over the years, I found that when I'm not stressing about what I'm eating on that holiday and I'm eating what I want, I don't want leftovers for like the next week after because I'm not living in this like, I can never have that. I have to eat it all right now and get it out of my system. And Mm -hmm. so it's, it's just such a freeing realization and such a more enjoyable way to live. And especially when you realize that like this one day is not make or break on my whole health. Yeah, for sure. The restriction mindset is definitely what leads to more of the binging patterns and the overeating patterns for sure. Mm -hmm. So incorporating it here and there is what will keep you sane and keep you on track. Definitely. Is there anything else that you want to touch on on the mindset piece? Because I have some questions that people have asked on Instagram that I want to dive into, but whatever else you want to add in terms of mindset, feel free. Yeah, I think one of the biggest mindset barriers that people experience is self-doubt. And Mm -hmm. this can really, it's probably the most common one that I see holding people back. Um, And it comes from those limiting beliefs and the self-sabotage or the all or nothing mindset thinking like, oh, I have to be perfect. I, or I'm not good enough. I don't deserve to live this healthy lifestyle. I don't deserve to take up space in the gym. Self-doubt is one of those things that really holds a lot of people back. And I think you have to be kind to yourself and you have to give yourself some grace and kind of picture if I didn't have my past experiences because that's where our self-doubt comes from, our past experiences. If I didn't have these past experiences holding me back, what would I be doing? How would I be acting? How would I be living my life? So anything that you can do to tackle your self-doubt, whether that is stopping the negative self-talk, whether that's journaling, meditating, whatever it is, that is one of the biggest mindset blocks that people have to get through is the self-doubt. Mm-hmm. And it's not easy. Like it doesn't happen overnight. It takes so much time, but so mm-hmm. worth it. So worth it in the end. It does take time and it is really hard, but it's something that you just have to continue to push through, lean on your support system with, and you'll mm-hmm. get there. Yeah. And I feel mm-hmm. like it's it's 
almost easier to think of that as like a muscle as well. Like you're not going to expect to run into the gym on your first time lifting, you know, the heaviest weights, knowing everything about what you're doing. Same thing. Like, you know, self-doubt is not just something that you wake up one day and it's just disappeared. It's a muscle that we have to work on every day, just like, you know, whatever you're doing in the gym. Yeah, for sure. Um, your mind can play some crazy tricks on you and make you believe things that really aren't necessarily the truth. So it's definitely something that you have to work on. All right. Are you ready to jump into the questions? Yeah, I mean, I've already been asking you a million questions, but yeah, <laughs> these are for amazing. All right. So first question I got was, do I have to take pre-workout and protein powder and stuff like that? <laughs> no, you definitely don't. Supplements are there to help you with the things that you're doing. Pre-workout is just caffeine. You could drink a cup of coffee or if you get a great night's sleep and you're hydrating, you won't even need caffeine. So you definitely don't need to take pre-workout. Protein powder is more for if you're not getting your protein goal through your regular everyday diet, same with like protein bars. But if you enjoy eating things like meat and lentils and like chickpeas and stuff like that, then you definitely don't have to have protein powder. Love that. Yeah, I hate protein powder. So I'm like, I can never find a good one. It it makes my face break out. So I like avoid protein powders at all costs. I was gonna ask if you had one that you loved because I just never can find one that I like. And for the longest time, I felt like I had to be doing this like, oh, I'm a I'm a gym girl now I have to go home and make my little protein shake. And so it's it's good to hear that you do not have to do that. Yeah, you do not have to if you do (laughs) want one. I if this is so trendy right now, I'm so hooked on the Fairlife um, Core mm. Power protein shakes. All right. Next question. I loved this one. I always see people wearing Converse at the gym. What is that about? Converse came around the fitness world a long time ago as like the lifting shoe. And they're great. They're definitely better than others. The reason that people are wearing Converse is because they have a flat hard sole to them whereas like running shoes are like soft and squishy and they're designed to absorb force so that when your foot is hitting the ground over and over and over again the force isn't traveling up to your knees and your hips but when you're lifting you want to be wearing really flat really stable shoes so that you can generate force through the ground and lift heavier feel more stable so Converse are good. I'm really into Nike Metcons. Um, Noble trainers are really good. Or even like a pair of Vans. Perfect. Yeah. Love that. All right. On to the next one. What is your favorite place to buy workout clothes? Ooh, this is a good one. Um, I love Amazon. Also a brand called Paragon Fitwear, mm. which is a little underrated, but I think that their stuff is like affordable, but good quality. Like it's not like, I'm about to trash Gymshark right now. I hate Gymshark. I am not a Gymshark early at all. Their stuff is overpriced. I'm constantly ripping the leggings. Not into it. Um, Paragon Fitwear, Amazon. I like Target stuff, honestly, and I'm a big Fabletics girl. Mm, yeah, I love Paragon. I love them. They're so good. I love them. I like brands that tailor to every woman's body type. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. 
Gymshark is doing a better job with that, but for a long time, it was only like super fit muscle mommies. Right. <laughs> yes. All right. Next question I got was, can you explain what push versus pull is? Yeah, for sure. Push exercises are any movement that you are pushing the weight or your body weight away. So these are typically chest or if you're doing lower body push quads, which is the front of your legs. So like push-ups is a pushing exercise, dumbbell chest press, pushing exercise, pulling exercises, work your back. So anything that you're pulling the weight in towards yourself. So these are your row variations, your Romanian deadlifts, anything where the muscle is like really stretching and then you pull back in to contract it and lift it up. Do you have a personal favorite? Yes. My personal favorite push exercise is a barbell bench press. And I know that's like the most intimidating one, especially for women. But once you get good at it, you can get really strong in it. And that's definitely my strongest lift. So it's my favorite. Amazing. I love that. That's your strongest lift. I know anytime you post on Instagram benching, I'm like, you go girl. Yeah. Yeah. I'm up to um, a plate and a couple on the sides, but I, you see on social media all the time, these strong girls benching like multiple plates or deadlifting multiple plates. And I think it's important to remember that that is not the average. So Mm -hmm. don't be hard on yourself if you're not doing that much weight. Plus, like you said, we're all at such different points within our journey to look at someone on Instagram that's been doing this for, you know, five years longer than that. Like, we're all on different pages of our own books doing our own thing. Don't worry about what other people are lifting. Nope. Stay in your own lane and you'll be good. Last one that I got was, I'm kind of uncoordinated and not very athletic. Can I still lift weights? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. There are modifications to everything. Um, And there's nothing wrong with like holding on to a pole or a wall if you need some stability, some assistance. Yeah, you can definitely improve that in the gym. But just because you're not coordinated and you're not athletic doesn't mean you can't go to the gym. All right. Well, loved your answers to our rapid fire Instagram questions. Is there anything else you want to add? Any any last final words on the topic of fitness, lifting, mindset? I guess if I was going to end it on something, I would just say that goals are what keep us going. And if you don't have a realistic, sustainable goal in mind, then you're going to just be out here like floating around, bouncing off the walls. So have a goal. Once you meet it, make sure it's realistic. Once you have a goal and you hit it, set a new goal so that you can continue progressing a lot of people when they hit their goal they kind of revert back to their old ways but to keep that from happening set a new goal keep working on becoming that higher version of yourself and keep becoming better and stronger and happier every day I love that so much well thank you so much for coming on talk about fitness like I said this always has a special place in my heart and mindset and and the mental part of it is so important to me. So thank you so much for, for coming on to talk to us about this. Before we head out, plug your socials, your business, anything else that you want to plug to the listeners? Yes. Okay. You can follow me on Instagram and TikTok at Nick B Fitness. 
I, my company is called Fit With Nick. I offer a community program called the Strong Girls Club. We're always taking new women to join our group of strong, empowered, badass women. Um, so if you're into it, come hang out with us and vibe with the other women in the group. Get strong, get healthy. Love it. Thank you again for coming on. And thank you everyone for tuning in and listening. And until next time, see ya.